0: Welcome back to the podcast. Um, <laughs> it's a nice little song, isn't it? It's a lovely little song for you. Welcome back to A Comedian Called Carl Drinking Coffee. This uh, all-new podcast for 2020 where um, I drink coffee and think out loud for between 10 and, uh, as we have learnt previously, 15 minutes. I don't think I'm going to go that long today. Come on, let's try and keep it nearer the 10-minute mark. I'm in Edinburgh, one of my favourite cities on the globe. It is lovely, isn't it? Got here yesterday morning, early, had a right old nooch, mate. Just really went out around the city. It's lovely coming outside of Fringe. I love it during Fringe, but outside of Fringe, when I mean, you can just walk freely, you know, without the extra, whatever, 100,000 people that come for the Fringe without being given a flyer to go and watch a bit of bloody M-Dream or comedy to be honest, now the Fringe is slightly dominated by comedy so you're more likely to get a flyer for a comedian, you know, which I'm not criticising, I'm just I'm just In facts, yeah uh, but oh I love it being up here oh there's a little, can you hear that in the distance, I woke up to that where I'm staying there is a little bit of works going on somewhere nearby and you can just hear the faint and sort of horrible sound of an angle grinder. Mm. Anyway, um, it's lovely to be in Edinburgh. I did the Stand Comedy Club last night, one of the finest comedy institutions and had a couple of pints of uh, Guinness afterwards. i like, do you know what? I'm really glad Guinness went vegan because... It's the only drink. I reckon maybe now I've changed my lifestyle and outlook. I can probably be, do it better, but I never used to be able to do just a couple of beers, you know, or a couple of drinks. You know, and people that can just go, yeah, let's have a couple of pints, or let's have a couple of glasses of wine. You know, that thing. I always used to find that really weird. You know, I didn't. It wasn't like I, I was jealous of people that could do that, but <clears throat> I genuinely thought, what's the point? What's the point in having two alcoholic drinks? You know, alcohol, it serves a purpose. And for me, that purpose would always be if you're drinking it, drink it, mate. I get absolutely bollocksed. And obviously, it was an immaturity. But I was like, if you're not going to drink just have you know, have a soft drink. But then, weirdly, I would say, I as is often the case when we grow older and mature and evolve. um... Guinness. Have a couple of pints of Guinness, and it just actually feels like that is the correct amount of Guinness. You know, it's nice. It tastes nice, um, but you don't really want too much of it. I did once. Uh, I think recently, in the last sort of year, at a wedding drink, I believe I drank about twelve pints of Guinness, and the next day, I I won't. I'll spare you the actual gory details, but the. The bottom end of my body released things that, you know, should never be released. It was something like, something that Hades would have, you know, set free from. Uh, Hades? Hang on. What was Hades was the bad guy, wasn't he, in ancient Greek mythology. He was the lord of the underworld, wasn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. It, was, it would be something that he would have released from the underworld, Anyway, what I'm saying is actually quite like just a couple of pints of Guinness, mate. Um, That's probably why I'm slightly, you know, I've got got a slight tone of uh, voice where, you know, you're like, oh, he had a couple of beers last night. I watched an amazing documentary yesterday in the bath. I've got to say, I know baths get a bad rap because of the water consumption and quite rightly, but I don't have a bath at home I've got a walk-in shower, as do most of us. It's technically a wet room, actually. So stick that would be a bum hole. uh, It's uh, so when I a bath to me is a novelty, you know. Also, I I never liked them for years because I grew up in a a little flat. My parents, you know, are not wealthy people. We grew up in a little flat that only had a bath. There was no shower or anything like that. So, you know, baths were just the norm and it was, there was a little, one of them bloody rubber tap attachments you could sit under if you wanted a quick wash. It was, sounds like I grew up in the Victorian times, but yeah, we never had showers uh, in the flat and basically it's, uh, so when I, you know, grew up and moved out and became a man, showers became like, I felt they were a luxury. For me, showers were like posh people washing, you know so I would I really um, just prefer showers but then here we go, it's like the old Guinness revelation into my sort of early 30s I reckon I started when I'd be away for a weekend gigging be in a hotel, if it had a lovely deep bath mate, run one, get in there yes please I'm talking 90 minutes to 2 hours that's how long I'm sitting in there I don't mind it letting it go relatively nips you know I'm not constantly topping it up I'll let it cool and then it gets quite all once it gets a little dip, just beyond the moment of cool where you're like right this is now starting to be a bit much then you just top it up with a nice bit of hot water because I don't like when it's too hot in a bath so you get out of a bath sweating that's a weird feeling isn't it It doesn't feel like it should happen mm. but I got in the bath yesterday um, the stand put you up in a lovely apartment and uh, it's got an excellent bath. Ran it, got in, watched a documentary called Three Identical Strangers, which, I mean, you've got to watch it. I know recommending a documentary is now like the most tedious, like 21st century thing you can do. Uh, but it's 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 absolutely fascinating. It's about three triplets uh, who were separated at birth and um, adopted by different families. And then it's about them finding each other when they're nineteen, it's purely by chance. One of them goes to college, and everyone's like, "Hey, Eddie!" And he just can't work out why everyone's calling him Eddie. And then he just says to one of them, "I'm not Eddie." And they're like, so you "Come on, mate, you're Eddie." And he's like, "I'm not." Um, and they, the guy can't believe it, so they call Eddie. They're like, "Mate, we've we've got we've got a version of you here." And they go to Eddie's house, and it's obvious they're twins. So there he goes, It's fun, exciting. They're all giddy, and then there's a photo of them on the newspaper. And then the third one sees his twins, his triplets in the newspaper, and then it gets in touch. They become they basically became national celebrities for a bit in America in the early eighties. And then obviously, as with any modern documentary, things take a turn for the worse. Uh, it. I won't. I won't. Uh, give you any spoilers because i genuinely think you should watch it but it does get quite harrowing and um things are not as they seem oh it's very interesting though it's uh i'm reading a book at the minute called not in your genes which is about the nature nurture argument and i think that, i don't i didn't watch the documentary for that reason but it's exactly about that it's just it gets you right into uh you know why each one of those triplets is the way they are the similarities and the differences what's genetic, what is environmental you know, it's like look at my bath situation, that's obviously environmental isn't it, the reason I love a bath now because uh, there was a period with my youth when it was just, uh, it was rubbish but then I had years of showers so naturally that is, that is nurture isn't it, I've nurtured myself back into loving baths and treating them as a luxury rather than You know, I had to to basically have so many years off them to get out of my system. They were just a bit of admin, a bit of day admin. Uh, So now I can treat it more as a a period of reflection. Yeah, maybe I'll have another bath today. Is that too much? Double baths, two days in a row. What will I watch in this one? The documentary was a really good length of time, so it was a good two-hour bath. I think today maybe I'll not go too crazy I might jump on a bike ride to Portobello have a look at the sea it's always nice isn't it So I recommend that actually it's always a bit of a it's a little life tip if you want it I mean you don't have to use it you don't have to take on board anything I've said it's, you could literally just be listening to this there's a bit of background noise maybe you're on a treadmill maybe you're um, on a train maybe you're driving to work you know what else can you do in ten minutes? Maybe you're um, having a having a frame of snooker. Who knows? But a bit of life advice from me, if you do want to take it on board. If you are ever near a body of water, a main body of water, not like you know, you, I don't mind a a man-made lake. You know, if you need it. But I'm talking like a good old solid big body of water, preferably the sea. Uh, anything going on in your life that's a bit sort of you know. Maybe you've got some things swelling around your head you're trying to work out. Just go and look at the water. You know, you do just to get too close. It's not like a, you're not King Arthur. You're not going to stand over it looking at your reflection. I mean, just go and just sit by it and just, you know, have a little think about it there. There's something about the vastness of the sea in particular that I think always helps put things in perspective. Yes, a big. I always. Um, I used to go to Duddinston Lock when I was at the fringe, going through any any weird or bad or tricky life stuff. I'd sneak off without telling anyone down to Duddinston and I would sit uh, and just look at the water, the the lock, and yep, go back to the fringe, ready to go, man. It was nice. <clears throat> I once took a um, comedian Roisin Conaty there for a little afternoon, just to you know, just to sit and relax. And uh, she said I'm really funny we were just looking at the water and it was all calm and she uh just it was we hadn't spoken in a little bit we just had a nice bit of quiet contemplation and out of it she just really quietly went i wish i was a duck <laughs> i always remember that it was uh i mean it was probably what i was thinking at the time as well it was it was like quite a nice life the life of a duck you know although you could argue that they are a visual representation of uh, of the human condition, wouldn't you? You know, top looks very serene and calm, the surface, but underneath the little legs are flapping around. That would be what is going on inside all of us. Oh, come on, mate, turn it in. Right, I'll <laughs> do for today. Um, a few tips and nephew today, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, thanks for listening. And like I said before, you don't have to listen to all of them. Just dip in and out when you get a chance. Come and say hello. And if you know anyone who you think would enjoy listening to a 10 to 12 to 15 minute ramblings of a of a grown up, send it their way. You know, if anyone you think is a bit stressed, maybe they're listening to stuff that is quite negative or toxic, you know, shouty, loud opinionated podcasts and you're like no man if you like podcasts but you want one that's a little bit more of a remedy to that have a listen to carl having his coffee mate anyway stay safe go well (laughs) travel safely everybody and i will see you next time